I pray. Thank you for your glory today. 
Thank you for your resurrection power, Father Lord, that raised us from the image of a dead man while we slept and slumbered and tossed and turned, Father. You still appointed us this hour, Father, this time. And Father, we thank you this morning, Father. We glorify and magnify your precious name for just allowing us. As we commend this morning, Father, we commend the morning and we speak into this morning and we say morning be greater than yesterday. Hallelujah. We ask you, Father Lord, by your glory, by your power, that this morning, Father, we shake out in and all things of yesterday, of last night. And for this moment right now, Father, this moment while my mouth is open and my ears are alerted, I'm accepted to hear in your divine order this morning. Speak to your servant, Father. Speak over your people this morning. Speak over the prophet. All those peoples, Father Lord, that you have placed, Father, in her spirit today, and in our spirit and the spirit of the believer, and we're praying for, amen, the men and women of God that are standing, Lord, with the true gospel, Father. We pray for their strength, that you, God, will let them know that you're God and all you need, <clears throat> all you need is him or her to continue, Father, in your word. So we continue your word today, Father Lord. Bless all the family and friends, the children, oh God, and the ones that is in charge of these children this morning at school, abroad. Amen, these bus drivers and everything and everybody concerning your glory, we speak over into their lives right now. And we commend the morning and we say, bless your holy righteous name, hallelujah. Glory to your glorious name, hallelujah. Oh, what a glorious time it is. Thank you, Father, to be in this land of the living upon this morning, Friday the 25th, of October, hallelujah, amen. And we thank God, amen, for my past wife, Mary Denise Anderson, whose birthday was October the 22nd, amen, who went on to rest January the 22nd, which is my birthday. So I never will forget, hallelujah, I never forget the day of our marriage in 1981 of January, amen, and her dissension. Amen. But one day, according to the word of God in 1 Thessalonians 4 and 13, it says, Brethren, we are not ignorant concerning them that have fallen to sleep. But the Lord will bring with him. Hallelujah. So I know that one day, hallelujah, I'll see her again, along with many others that I love. Blessed be the name of the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. We want to talk this morning about how to get your blessing. You're going to get your blessing, hallelujah, but you got to be here to get it. No one is going to bring you your blessing, hallelujah. Hello, Facebook friends and family and speaker and all at large, amen. You got to learn how to get your blessing, hallelujah. I don't mean now one of these fly by night blessings, you know, to throw your hands in the air, wave them like you don't care and all the things that a man, a man is doing to try and get this blessing. Amen. And the title of this message this morning, coming out of the book of Matthew 7 and 7, Hallelujah. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
and we want to try and explain the situation this morning about this blessing. Hallelujah. The word says this morning, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and ye will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. Hallelujah. Have you been seeking? Hallelujah. And what he mean by seeking, hallelujah, he mean by continuing in the word. You have to continue in the word. If you don't continue in the word of God, then he knows that you have not been seeking him. So he says to you this morning that you start by asking, hallelujah, and it'll be given to you. Seek and you will find whatever you need this morning, whatever you want. There is a way for you to obtain it this morning. The way to obtain what legally and rightfully belongs to every believer. And I know you say it sometime that I know they don't even know God. You know, a lot of times we say, when we see people, we call it winning. The world said that they are winning when it only appears that they are. So the writer this morning is saying that the first thing you got to do is you got to get to know him because no one asked a stranger for anything. And this name, Elohim, Jehovah Jireh, your provider, is estranged to some people. They have the slightest idea when you say God will do it. Pray. They say to themselves, why should I, who I'm going to pray to? They don't know. I hate to tell them, girl, we don't know. I mean, you've been in this thing a long time. I've always heard you talk about God and this and that and one thing or another. But you got to remember, I don't know how to pray. And they don't tell you these things. You should have the spirit of discernment to be able to understand. So the writer says here, amen, which is a Matthews, and, and it's Jesus speaking. He said, ask, and it will be given to you. So you first got to get to know who you asking. See, you're not asking as a beggar. You're not asking as someone standing on the street, you know, with a quarter in their hand or with a, something or got their hand out begging for alms. You're not asking like that, hallelujah. But you're asking because you have a connection with him. So there's a difference between a believer and a non-believer. And this is why I tell everyone that the word of God 
amen, were only written, it was only put here for a believer because the man that does not believe, the book is not pertaining to him. Until you believe, Acts 2.38, it says, then you need to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus for the remission of your sin that you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And this promise is unto you and your children's children. See, this is a promise from God. And, 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 and once we learn the promise, see the benefits, go and you get a job and they give you a brochure with all the benefits pertaining to you after your 90 days journey. See, there are no organizations, no jobs, or nothing that you can go to that does not require nothing of you. Everything requires something that you have to give. You have to participate some way, one way or another. But the greatest participant, what they're expecting from you is that you be there. So it's the same thing here in the body this morning. He said, your first requirement is to ask and it will be given to you. See, you have to ask, but you cannot ask anyone anything until you know them. Speaking of the biblical aspect of this is that the reason people don't ask him is because they don't know him. So this morning, I want you to know that if you're listening, that you believe already. So that's a starting point that you to believe that the words I'm going to speak this morning are going to be words that God meant. Let's look at Matthew 6.33 right quick. And let's see what Matthew 6.33 say. And uh But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, but tomorrow will worry about its own things. Suffice for today is its own trouble. Sufficient for today is its own trouble. So right here, hallelujah, the word of God is telling us that sometime we are too worried about the future. I was listening to a program yesterday and the young lady, she began to explain that she had no family, she have no she have no uh, no money, no home, and I'm 60 years old, and what is wrong with me? Who is your master? And he spoke of his master, and the master that was over that master, and then he turned, and she says, where do you get your power from? Because this man is a man that, you know, he helped peoples to, overcome all of their different issues in their body and their mind because number one thing we find this morning is that our mind is playing tricks on us and then we think that 
you know, see these people, they call, you know, with different problems. They do the same thing to you and I. They call with different problems. And we have a solution to their problem. But they don't want to hear all of the straightforwardness of really what their problem is. So we have to listen to them and let them belly flop around like a chicken with his neck cut off before we can actually just go right on into the problem. You know, same as a doctor. The doctor needs to listen to you to find out where you heard at. But he can look at your eyes and he can tell that you got kidney problem because your eyes are turn another color, you know, and a lot of things will happen. I mean, you can stick your tongue out and you can look at your tongue, a certain color in your tongue would tell us the way your lips look would tell kidney problem, could tell you uh, your heart problem, hallelujah. And so, and this thing here this morning, uh, I'm trying to show the listeners the reason your prayers have not been answered, hallelujah. Asked, and it will be given to you, seek, and you will find, knock, and it will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks find, and to him who knock, it will be open. Hallelujah. So the first thing he's saying here this morning to us is that get to know me. That's what ask is. Get to know me. Hallelujah. Seek mean to open up this book because you're not playing hide and seek. You're not you're not looking in the closet. You know, you, you, you're not looking outside for him. Hallelujah. He's inside of you. He's already down in you. Hallelujah. Because he is your creator. And many people this morning, they think that he's not in them because of the way they have messed up their lives. Hallelujah. He's still there. Hallelujah. He said, I will not dwell in an unclean temple. Hallelujah. I'm not going to uh, set up resident in there, but I created you in the attributes of me. So your, your life and your understanding is always, I'm dropping in your mind. I'm always dropping little nuggets in your life. I'm always sending people by you to prophesy to you and tell you and show you doors keep opening for you. Hallelujah. Some of them you knock and they don't open. So he says this morning, hallelujah, that uh, you've been in the book. You seek me. And now you got to knock. To knock is to stand on your faith. Hallelujah. Is to stand on your faith and you keep on doing what you started. Amen. You started, amen, by getting to know him, by reading the book. Then you kept on seeking. You kept on going in the book as he began to lead you. Now that you have learned a few ways, amen, hallelujah, for you to be able to obtain this miracle for your life, this blessing, this breakthrough for your children, hallelujah, faith to stand on, that your kid's going to be all right, that, amen, you're not going to have to knock them in the head or you're not going to have to go and pull them off the dance floor, the script joint, or whatever the situation may be. Hallelujah. My 17-year-old this morning, she jokingly said, Daddy, I want to be a dancer. I said, that's fine, as long as your daddy comes. She said, Daddy, you going to come? I said, yeah, because then a certain thing you're going to do in front of me. You're not going to strip down in front of your daddy. She said, well, that wouldn't be a strip. That wouldn't be a strip. I said, yeah, it'll be stripping. Because if your daddy can't go, God's show not going to go. 
Uh, I took Shama to a uh, to a uh, modeling studio the other night. I just wanted her to just walk down the strip. You know how you model, you walk down the, the strip. I just wanted her to go down the strip. I let her went down the strip, but she had an appointment yesterday at 8 o'clock. I wouldn't die. So they called her and said, uh, we can make the appointment on the weekend, like a Sunday at 4 o'clock. I told Shama, I said, no, Shama, it's not the season for that. I am not going to allow the devil to come in and shower Shama with millions of dollars. The world have no problem in taking our sons and daughters, amen, and giving us a few, a few million dollars while our child is sold out to the devil over a dollar bill. And now we're living large and we stop knocking. I mean, we stop standing on faith. And now our child has brought us to a place of financial security. I would rather have spiritual security. And so it 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 made her angry. And I and I talked with her. I talked with her like God talked to Abel. Yeah, like he talked to Cain. But Cain would not hear him. But Shama heard her daddy because if she look at the attributes and the way her daddy is, he don't care nothing about a bunch of money. Because as she can see that the word that we're preaching this morning, asked and seeking and knocking, is that that's a lifestyle. You know, it's not that you need all these worldly possessions. That's why they're called possessions, because you possess them with your soul and your mind and your heart and your everything. You mean you 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 go from zero to hero. This is not what God has prescribed for the believer this morning. The believer this morning is to have faith. Matthew's 11th chapter talks about faith. It says, now is faith the substance. So when we don't have the right substance flowing this morning, hallelujah, in our system, then we we're gonna do strange things. We'll go for a song right quick while we uh, get ourselves together with this coffee. Thank you. 
why the word of God is talking to us this morning and telling us to come out of darkness. subject to happen when you're doing the will of the Father. But he wants us to take our time with, with him because God is a God of time. He's a God of morning and he wants to show us and demonstrate to us that, you know, you need to relax more. You need to be able to relate and to enjoy your life 
but a life without Christ is not a life at all. I was looking to see had she texted me back. She's probably asleep now. Amen. But I'm grateful this morning that my friend was able to send a text message to say she was in the hospital. She had been on my mind, but I called and I text her all the time and she called me back. She called me back and uh, sometime when I'm not busy, I'll go over and I'll look at her and make sure that she's all right because, you know, you, you, you have these children and they're on your heart and uh, they say things to hurt to hurt you and, and they don't realize that their words are hurt, hurtful. They're trying to analyze their parent and tell their parent about them, you know. No, God didn't intend for our children to try and show us uh, who they are or who we are, you know. He just wants us to get into this word. And that's what we what we want to do this morning. Let's get into the word. I was keying up my next song, Joy and Pain. Hey, Amen. I'm, I'm so grateful this morning for his spirit. You know, you just can't rush through the facts of life when talking about scriptures. You yourself is having an experience with God, and it's for you to stand after you have asked. And I don't mean begging God by telling God, you know, Lord, you know, do it. And if you do it, uh, uh, I'll quit this. Or I'll come back to you. This is not let's make a deal. And a lot of people, they've been talking to the man that's stabbed. And they haven't been talking to he that is not a man. Hallelujah. Most of the times in verse of scripture, when talking about the anointing, uh, it is called a she, a woman. So if the anointing is woman, then how do you see God as a man when God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth? So if people start talking about the man of stars, you know, the man, the man in the moon and all that, it might as well be talking about the man in the moon because they don't know him and he do not appreciate, ah, uh, she do not appreciate, ah, uh, the Holy Spirit do not appreciate uh, the Elohim does not appreciate you calling them anything except the Almighty. And this is the Almighty God, the all triumphant God, the all knowing, the all seeing God. Hallelujah. So he says that in Matthew 6 33, it said, But seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness. And all of these things will be added unto you. The 34th verse said, do not, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own thing. Sufficient for today and deal with its own troubles today. Trouble today. Hallelujah. So our title of the message this morning is Ask, Keep Asking, Seeking, Keep Seeking, and Keep Knocking, Keep Standing in Faith. So ask is to get closer to me. Seek 
is to get into the word and knocking is to stand in faith. Isn't that a good deal this morning? Hallelujah. For everyone who asks, receive, and he who seeks, find. And to him who knock, faith will open that door. Hallelujah. Prayer is the key, and faith unlocks the door. Prayer is the key, and faith unlocks the door. So here in the verse of scripture, we find that he's saying in Matthew 6 and 7 that you need to ask. And we came to the conclusion that to ask is get to know me. And he said, after you've asked, hallelujah, it'll be given to you. Then he said, seek. So the minute you ask, the minute you begin to come to him, and ask him to reveal himself to you so you can get to know him. It's just like a, a date. You know, you dare go and date a man, and you know, on the first night, you understand me, he wants to kiss you in your mouth. You know, some some of us go for that mess, but that's not how it go. If you want a king, you need to be a queen. If you want to be a, if you want a queen, then you need to be a king, and you need to show that woman more than just the sex, the sexual feelings and healings and all that mess. All that mess is of the devil. So if you asked. If this right for me, Father, and then you begin to seek him. I mean, you don't rush into nothing. You don't hurry God up doing anything. You begin to seek. So as you begin to seek, seeking means that I'm that I'm looking for an answer. I'm not asking my pastor. I'm not asking my girlfriend, my brother. I'm seeking him. Father, what do I do about the situation? But in this verse of scripture this morning, it's getting to know him. And the title of the message is keep asking, keep seeking, and keep knocking. And I'm giving you an explanation of what the word really means because we need to break this thing down and we need to get an understanding of exactly what God is saying to us so that we won't be all over the page. You know, like a lot of preachers, you know, God forbid, you know, I can't shine the light on any of them, but the Bible did say to judge. So we're to judge one another in righteousness. Don't judge the sinner because the sinner, he don't know what the, the those fighting words for you to say, man, you're not walking right. Here's what the hell wrong with my walk. So we don't get into those deals, but we're talking about this morning here in the verse of scripture that we just ain't seeking him right. We ain't asking him right. We're praying too long. You know, you know, you become weary with all these words, you know, Lord, help me, Lord, do it. You know, no, you counsel every assignment that you don't want. If it don't feel good, amen, then it's not good. Hallelujah. Which feelings has nothing to do with your relationship with God. Your mind has no business trying to dictate your future. All that stuff in my mind about tomorrow, let's leave tomorrow alone because right here in Matthew 6 and 34, it says, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, but tomorrow will worry about its own thing. You see, we always talking and worrying about tomorrow. What good is it gonna be to worry about tomorrow when I got today in the front of me? He says, today has its own troubles. So the Bible is on time, is intact for us today. We just don't want to wait. So in this uh, uh, asking here in the, in, the, in, the, in the seventh chapter, in the seventh verse of Matthew, asking is get to know me, you know, get to know me, you know, get to know me. Can I, can I have your number? Uh, uh, can I have, 
everybody that requires of you, even when you go to the doctor, the doctor asks you, so what's your, so how you doing today? What's your problem? Where you hurt at? What's your pain level? How long you been? Everybody wants to inquire of you for the things you know that they don't know. So now you're asking God to reveal himself. Hallelujah. And then he's going to give you an open door. You're going to be able to communicate with him instead of praying a prayer like this. Oh, God, help. I'm so tired. No, that's not what you have to do. You're not a beggar. You're not laying down begging God for anything, but you're beseeching him and you're letting him know that I'm drawing to you and I want to get to know you. I, 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 I want you to expand my life. He come to give an increase this morning, hallelujah. He don't come to put you down, make you. God is not a God that want to put you in hell and burn anyone. Away with all that hell, fine brimstone message, because that's not the way God done it. And neither did his son, Yeshua, Jesus the Christ, do that. He didn't use fear tactics on you to make you believe. Many people go to church today because they fear that if they don't do this, they don't that, 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 that they're going to be in danger of hellfire. The thing that puts you in danger of hellfire is when you don't love your brother, that when you persecute your brother, when you talk about others, that's what will put you in the midst of hell. See, God put no man, he tests, he, he, he tests no man, he tempts no man, and he puts nobody in hell. Nobody have to go to hell. Hell wasn't made for any one of us, hallelujah, to go to hell. Now, there are consequences, because the Bible tells us, amen, in the book of Matthew also, that if we murder, you know, if you murder, you get a murder charge. The Bible said that, you know, you're going to be handed over to the judge. The judge is going to hand you over to the officer. And this is really what happened in actuality. The judge is going to hand you over to the officer, and the officer is going to throw you in prison, and you're going to stay in prison until you have paid your last penny. Now, this is written in the word of God this morning. Hallelujah. It's written in the book of Matthew, the fifth chapter. So you read it. So the Bible is telling you about your future, but you don't want to have faith enough to believe. And you don't want to listen to one of these old war-out sermons. You understand? Well, to me, it's not war-out because they're keeping me every day. And that's why I struggle to come in here. Yeah, it's a struggle to get in here and preach this gospel. I don't want to preach it. But I found out that me preaching the gospel, it helped me remember these scriptures. So through me remembering these scriptures, then when the enemy come in like a flood, I know that he said in Mark 10 and Mark 10, Luke 10, 19, that I'm supposed to be treading up on scorpions and serpents and nothing by any means should hurt me. So nothing is going to hurt me at all. He didn't say that I wouldn't have some trials and tribulation. But in the midst of my trials and tribulation, I'm still seeking his face. So this morning would seek him. Hallelujah. It said, and if we ask uh, uh, in the eighth verse, for everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks find, and to him who knocks will be opened. Or what man is there among you who, uh, if, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone, or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? If you, uh, you then being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father who's in heaven give good things to those who ask him? So you evil as hell, but you buy your child, you understand me, nice bicycles. You buy your daughter nice clothes, 
gorets and bonnets and all kind of things to put on their hair, amen, and nice bed to sleep in. You don't put snakes in the bed. You don't threaten them. You don't threaten them by giving them uh, 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 some roller skates to go to school when they're 19 years old. You buy them a car. So you that being evil that don't even seek my face, that has no idea about who I am and who you are, do all this good to your own. How much more? Now that I'm your father, I'm a creator and I'm your sustainer. I'm a just and true and mighty God. I love them that love me and I hate them that hate me. Returning the iniquity upon the children to the fourth generation. So if you in that fourth generation bracket from the fourth, from the first to the fourth generation bracket, amen, you could be just like me. You know, I know whence I come from. I know my background. I know my dad and my grandpa and them and the way they was, you know. See, the mind is a battle of the mind is a battle of confusion. The mind is a war zone. And that's why I tell you this morning, don't let your mind dictate your future. See, your mind has no business telling you what's going to happen at 823. It's 822 now. So if your mind is telling you about 823, then you need to cast it down. You need to bring every thought. The Bible said cast down vain imagination and bring every thought into the act of obedience. And when your obedience is fulfilled, he said he'll deal with that thing. Hallelujah. Let's go for us a song right quick. You all hold on, and I'm going to come, and I'm going to put the title. I'm going to put the ending to the message. But I got this song in my spirit because we got a lot of pain going on out here. Amen. But I want you to have some joy while you're having that pain thing. Amen.
Sing a little bit of my 
It's raining, but how can you stop the rain from falling? God has a plan this morning, and His plan this morning to you is to give you the rain. The Bible says He will give us the latter rain, but we first have to qualify. We're coming to close. We need to qualify this morning by asking him then we have to seek and then we have to stand on faith to believe that 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 we have asked him for we need to keep on seeking hallelujah because he's going to bring that thing to an end this morning if you didn't being evil know how to give good gifts to your children how much more Will your father who is in heaven give good things to those who asked him? Therefore, whoever or whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them. For this is the law and the prophet. And then in 13 verse, he said, you need to enter by the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. There are many who go in by it because narrow is the gate and difficulty is the way which lead to life. And there are few that find it. There are few that find it. He's saying to us, come home this morning. Come home. Come on home. Come home to your father this morning. Thank <laughs> you. 
This is how you feel about you and your situation this morning. Turn the key this morning and let him in. And he will be right there. Still in love with his daughter, with his son, with you. May the Lord bless you, keep you, and watch over your situation. Nobody, no one, take him away from you still in love with you 